La segunda vino con lo mismo, ella me mintió, yo también le mentí. Por eso es que soy hueputa y gracias a esta puta fue que yo aprendí. Maldito sea el hombre que confía en una mujer y ahora soy así. Oh, yeah, my Spanish heritage. Hell yeah. Welcome, guys, to New Jump City, everybody. Uh, I am your host, Christian Espinal. Right beside me is my beautiful co-host, Joshua Cole. I appreciate the compliment every time. And what up, Chris? It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too, man. It's a very nice Thursday. Yeah. You know, lovely view. This sunset is gorge. Yeah, man, this is super ideal. And I'm going to mention it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, but also right beside me is uh, Brian Bow. My back is to the sunset. I see no joy. <laughs> yeah, just the way I like it. It's the cross you have to bear, Brian. <laughs> we appreciate your sacrifice. Uh, I'll keep sacrificing. All right, see you guys later. Back to your hole. Uh, <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> he says he it to himself. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show, you guys. This is going to be a, a great show today. Uh, but before we do that, let's get into some plurgs. Uh, you can uh, find me at uh, the Chris Espinal at on uh, Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Joshua Cole at JD Cole underscore thirty seven at JD C O L E underscore thirty seven on the gram. Yep, on Instagram and uh, Saucy Brian Bossy. Saucy Brian Bossy. <laughs> <laughs> On all uh, of the meads. I think maybe just on the gram. I've got some deep soul searching. i got to think about what I'm doing with my life. All right. Well, do it in your hole. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to jump into uh, into our manga starting off uh, with, as we usually do, with Black Clover, chapter 207. That's an automatic first one? Yeah, it's an automatic You didn't first. tell me who was doing that. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, we're doing randomizing for American you Comics. You lied then. to me. We are whatever. I thought we were randomizing. Oh, whatever. I, we're doing the thing. We could do Black Clover first. What I don't even know. I'm with it. I'm down for the ride. What? Black Clover. Yay! <laughs> Next one we're randomizing. Yeah, I'm that, sorry. Was a, that was a low-key <laughs> flex by Brian. Yeah, we got a soundboard now. Yeah, Dope boys. Shit. Get ready to hear a lot of Guy Ferrari. Yeah, this whole, this whole <laughs> thing is just going to change. <laughs> Our lives are different now. <laughs> uh Black, are you going to do a guy? I thought you were doing a Guy Fieri. Holla. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give it for our guest, Guy Fieri, everyone. Uh, anyway, Black Clover, uh, chapter 207, Ultimate Magic. Uh, this chapter picks up where we left off. Uh, Asked to use his fucking broken sword to attack. Um, but he's like swatted off immediately. You know, he's fighting off. Lumiere and uh, Leash end up helping him and stuff. Um there's a point in time where, like, you know, feels like this magic is weirdly familiar with Leashed because, uh, you know, you know, at least like half elf. Right. That's what they're ex- at the word. That's what they're establishing. Who? You know, you know, half. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Is, I see that. I don't know if they told us this. No, I, I it's kind of implied. I mean, he's blessed by mana and has like the spirit creature. With him. You know, it makes sense. It's a cool future storyline down, down yeah, after this. Oh man, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like you know. I do like him. He's mm. a, he's a funny guy. Yeah, he, he's cool. Uh, but anyway, uh, Sekre just comes in and uh, uses her. This is this is broke. She's broken now, right? No. Why she do uses you keep saying that? She is. No, she's her not. Her stealing magic can now heal people. What? She's the wizard king's <laughs> assistant. She's supposed to be strong. No, she's not. You should be. Su- 
She was yes, a peasant. Is. She was just supposed to be some peasant lady who was who was just helping him out. As oh his, man, healing as his is little not assistant. that big of a deal. It's yeah, very but she's helpful. Like, literally, it's helpful, sure. But is it broken? Absolutely. I mean, uh, amongst <laughs> all the other shit she can do. I I don't agree with you. All she did was wake up one guy. What? Bring, uh, unseal the Let same seal she put on too. this guy too. Bring go. up her greatest hits. Okay. All right. So not only did she seal herself, she also sealed this Captain Hot Topic dude. Yes. She turned herself into a bird. Do her own seal. No, because the magic was very powerful and it had drawback effects. The same way how... Naruto Sage form had drawback effects. With Whatever, the I think she's broken. Listen, that's a, it's a thing. I have <laughs> seen magic can do it's everything. Okay, I get it. The why? magic was too strong Whatever. for her because she was beasting out with those spells, and she's just a normal person. That's why she turned into a a bird. <laughs> I didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the author, but well, you're defending it like it. You did. Well, because it makes sense. Whatever she's listen. I, trust me, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm ready to violate at any time, anything except for World Trigger. But um, and Black Clover apparently. No, I'm uh, always you know alone. What, bro, whatever. <laughs> All right, so Sundare. I mean, what's her name? Sekere. Sekere. Same shit. Yeah, uh, she fixes She's his hand. Uh, you know. Yeah, with her OP healing magic. Yeah. That and, uh, several other t- characters have in whatever. And Captain Hot Topic uses his ultimate magic power, condescension. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> he just turns yes, indeed. Once she heals him, <laughs> once she heals him, he's like, for the for, for magic of this world. I mean, uh, this this magic's pretty sick for the magic of this world. I mean, compared to me, you're garbage, but <laughs> pretty cool, bro. Uh, shitty grin, being terrible villain, dude. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Leashed is like, you know what? I'm gonna use all my friends' powers, and he um, told them to be quiet. Oh, yeah, he did tell him to be quiet. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to hear that bullshit. Wait, who who told who to be quiet? Oh, Sekere told him to be quiet. And she says, as if you can talk, you can't even exist unless you steal from others. Ooh, the ones you lock, <laughs> the ones you looked down on and stepped on and toyed with are going to defeat you today. <laughs> Bold statement. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care about what she has to say. Yeah, he's, I'm going to use my eggplant banana magic to, to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's getting kind of old. You got something... Uh, I don't know, better or different than this. Yeah, at it's some point. It's just been worms, like this worm eggplant. I don't know if it's sentient, if it's, I don't know what's going on with it, but it's really corny. Yeah. Belista is just like, we're got, my companions and I will now launch a full force that will utterly erase you, meaning I'm just going to take my friend's powers and then use them. Uh, <laughs> they're not really involved with this. This is just me doing my cool shit. Uh, so he basically makes... He uses all his friend's energy and uses his ultimate technique and pretty much disintegrates the, uh, Captain Hot Topic, uh, which, of course, doesn't last for long. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see his heart left over and a mouth comes out the heart because, you know, fuck it says biology. heal. Yeah, it just said heal. And, and he just heals himself. Life. Damn. They, he was <laughs> they couldn't just take out the heart. I mean. I mean, you know, Whatever. I guess what they're saying is that you can't defeat him by magic, which is brings us to the end of the chapter where Ast is like, well, these guys can't these guys can't do anything because they have magic. But me, I have the solution to everything in this series. What else is new, man? Which, which is whatever. Uh, I'm, exci- I'm I'm looking forward I to it. I want to see a power up. That would be pretty I mean, cool. he's definitely going to get a power up. I mean, that would be the ideal situation. But you know, this is Black Clover we're talking about. No, he might he's just gonna bust get a power out up. the same old thing. 
Maybe he'll go full black and look like Mr. Hot Topic. Or, yeah, you know, cooler because he's Asta. Yeah, because he's main character. But uh, I, I shit on it a lot, but this was an all right chapter. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Nothing really I mean, to be mad at. Uh, oh, I mean, the takeaway is that all of the elves that were, you know, inside of the other people's bodies are all gone now. So everyone's. Was oh, that what it was? Again. I mean, you know, when he bought all their power, he took all their souls. I didn't and, know that. I mean, he took all their magic from them, which is basically like their soul. No, I think uh, I think you didn't see that. No, I know that he took all their magic from them, but I don't know if that necessarily means like their souls are gone. No, yeah, no, he, Secre- uh, Patrick's still there, and uh, I think he was. Did I don't Patrick think he took over, somebody? over somebody's body because he was he. Patrick was he was uh, there before the spell. Wasn't Patrick Vengeance? Vengeance. Uh, yeah, but the, but he was an elf before the spell. Remember that. Remember there was a spell that that no, sent he was sharing, all the he was sharing his body with this guy. I, yeah, it's but it confusing. wasn't the same. Yeah. Uh, well, let me see. I don't know, man. I don't think. Uh, I think he didn't really. He just used their power. He didn't really necessarily take their soul. So you think the elves are still in there without any, without like what, like a, a small thread of? Yeah, magic? I think their souls are still there, but they just he just used their magical power. Uh, I guess we'll find I'm, out yeah, next we'll, week for sure. For sure. Well, yeah. wait. Regardless, it wasn't enough because he didn't kill the guy. Yeah, no, it didn't work <laughs> at all. But uh, I guess we'll see what happened with the rest of them if yeah. they're back to normal. But that was Black Clover. Um, now we're going to move, uh, switch over to American comics. Bry Boss, hit the randomizer. War of Realms. What? Yeah, we jumping straight into the beat. Yeah, boy. Uh, War of Realms number five. Uh, you want to take over for this one? I mean, I could talk some shit about this. Yeah, talk some shit, dog. Um, you know, I feel like with the other main War of the Realms books, this was really just addressing... No, they didn't address things that were going on in other books this time. That's me underplaying it. Oh, a lot happened. I don't know, bro. Well, it's still like a <laughs> lot of action, really. So Yeah, I mean, Thor, Thor's back. I think we established that already. Everyone's basically fighting back in their respective like battlefields, like all, all around the Earth where uh, Malekith's forces has like taken over. Um, everyone's kind of doing their thing. You know, it's we're not losing anymore. The good guys aren't exactly losing; they're all fighting back. Yeah, that's I don't know. I mean, that's that's the gist uh, of of what I've been seeing. That yeah, and uh, Thor had to get stronger by stapling his foot with his own axe to the, the Yggdrasil. What, what do you call that? Yggdrasil, the tree. The tree. Yeah, Yggdrasil, the tree of life. Right. Yeah. All right. So the tree of life that grew out of the sun, because that's the kind of stuff that happens with Asgardia and. Yeah, it's Norse, you know, mythology. Norse mythology. Cool. I'm not, I'm not, um, you know, criticizing it. It's just pretty outlandish. So don't worry if if you're not really following too easily. <laughs> uh, Wolverine makes his appearance because he's the coolest guy in Marvel. He sure is. Um, it's good to have him back. Honestly, he hasn't he hasn't been like that outstanding. Old man Logan's the coolest Wolverine. Honestly, well he's gone now. I didn't read X Men in the '90s. All right, man. So I don't give a fuck about Wolverine or Cyclops. I didn't read him in the '90s niggas, either. Man. But I, I read never him even in picked the... him when I played Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, I, always picked the octopus dude. I think the later versions of Wolverine, like the 2000s and stuff, t- like his Wolverine in the X Men series from like 2010 or whatever, is the thing that got me in. You know what got me in? What? Secret Wars. Old man Logan. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And well, he's Andrea gone now, Sarantino. So. He's yeah. gone? He's, that's it? I think so. I think old man Logan's not around anymore. He's definitely not in this uh, war right now. Yeah, he's on Midgard. Yeah. For sure not there. Uh, yeah, so, okay. We, where was we at? 
There's a lot of fighting going Thor on. Thor was being a weirdo on the tree yeah, of life. Yeah, Thor, <laughs> some... <laughs> he was hanging himself to, to power up somehow. Somehow. He's hanging himself, again, from the tree of life Idrisil. that has grown out of this Idrisil. That Did he has cut grown. his foot off or something? No, kinda... he just kind of like... You can see that like in the middle of the axe. Like he didn't cut through his foot. I mean, it's stabbed in his foot, but it's prying him. It's, he put his foot oh. through the gap. You get what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't notice that. It's, okay. it's, I mean, it's still really gross and weird and super extreme. Yeah, it's very bizarre, uh, but... What, whatever you got to do, Thor. <laughs> sure, yeah. Whatever you got to do to get just to get stronger and beat this asshole Malekith, uh, who has. I'm so mad, man. He's just using Venom, who we don't know how he got back to his symbiote. By the way, we still don't know. There's still one more time for Venom, so maybe we'll. Oh, find that's out. cool. All yeah. right. So yeah, he's um he's captured the oh. All Mother Freya and the uh, Iron All Oh Iron All Father Odin. You know. The supposedly strongest being in all of the universe Not who true. is just one of the strongest, absolutely stronger than pretty much anybody on Earth. Uh, at least that's what it's supposed to be, you know? I don't know. I mean, he created every all life, didn't he? No, nah, dude, he's not actually God. Oh, so he'd just be talking shit? Gods are essentially like, he's like basically the king of Gods are different in Norse mythology, I guess, or in at least like Marvel's interpretation of it. They can die and they can be defeated, but they're just... Really, really strong. Well, he's not that that strong. Losing to this <laughs> lame ass nigga Malekith, who doesn't have any. They age and they die too. So it's you know. So he's old. That's why he's not that strong right now. I would Is that what we're so. going with? All right, I, that's cool. You know what? I, I think a few things happened in Thor. Maybe you haven't gotten up to it yet. Yeah, but right. I, I think he got weaker. Like he yeah. was weakened at some point. All right, I'm gonna stop nitpicking at him. Yeah, so uh, Malekith, the main evil bad guy, Dark Elf, who's uh, behind this whole World Realm scheme, by the way, um, has Thor's mother and father uh, tied up to Stonehenge, and he's basically baiting Thor, like, yeah, come here and save your parents, only you. Yeah, come at me, boy. Yeah, but, you know, I guess the coolest part of World of Realms was that, um, what's her name again? Oh, Jane Jane Foster. Foster. Yeah, yeah, Jane Foster. It's looking like she's going to become Lady Thor again. Yeah, she picks <laughs> up a broken uh, Thor hammer, and then she starts transforming into Lady Thor again. Yo. We going to have her back. You know what, man? At least for this arc. If I never read that Jason Aaron run, man, I, I wouldn't have cared at, at all about <laughs> this. <laughs> like, that moment of her, because it, it, it meant a lot. Her, because I didn't read it to that part yet, but obviously she stops becoming Thor at some point, mm-hmm. and I know that had to be hard. Yeah. You know, so this is a, a lot of redemption going on. Uh, I'm excited to see what, this, the next issue is the last one. I thought this was going to be a little longer. This is like Marvel events usually run like nine issues, but this is six, which is pretty good. It's I, it's, it's biweekly, right? The, I, the I think it's I don't know because the times come out every week, you know, for yeah. whatever series. Maybe that's why. Maybe this is like a bunch more tie-ins. So there is. So there's, that's there's why still like, Deadpool, which it's is a monthly, shorter story. Right? So there's a whole nother month until that comes out. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. And by the way, Deadpool's kicking ass in Australia. That oh, was so funny. Wait. <laughs> oh. We got to cover that separately. I mean, oh, we, oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> we're going to cover it. But there's other tie-ins. Mystery was really good. I didn't Miles Morales and Kate Bishop, your favorite character. She's your cool. Your new favorite character. She's cool. She is cool. But she's your favorite character and not even in my top 50. But nah, she's dude. cool, though. Now, dude, Captain Kangaroo is my favorite character. I bet he is. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but I bet he's lame. <laughs> he's Captain Kangaroo. I bet his power. No, it's uh, not Captain Kangaroo. It's Captain Carrot. He's lit. 
Yeah, he's cool. No, no, he's he's, uh, he's he's earned his stripes. He's basically he's Superman, but a rabbit. Streets. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, f- I fucks with that a lot, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick at that. All right. Well, that's it for War of the Realms. Uh, it's pretty sick, guys. Uh, it's rushing. It's it, it's racing towards its conclusion. Yeah, it is like a lot of action. I feel like it's not necessarily racing because there's like a ton of fucking tie-ins that explain everything else. So if they make a movie about this, like War of the Realms, like a, you know, like an animated movie, it'd probably be super dope. It'd, it'd be, be pretty. It'd late. be a really fun movie. If yeah. They don't, you know, if they keep it fairly lighthearted the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But pretty good. Uh, let's switch back to manga. Uh, Brian Boss, hit the randomizer. Por favor. What? <laughs> Samurai 8. <laughs> that, I, was that an indication of something? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Samurai 8, Chapter 4. Uh, I'm here looking in the wrong app. I'm like in, I'm in the American Comics app. Like, <laughs> I can't find it. God. I know I read these last oh. week. Oh, <laughs> my head. Meanwhile, uh, Samurai Eight Chapter Four Family Argument. Uh, oh, that was literally the name of this chapter. Yep. Sometimes I overlook the the, the chapter names, and yep. by sometimes I mean almost every single time. Yeah. Uh, guess what happens in this yeah. one, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you made it up. I thought you made the title <laughs> up on your own because that's literally what happened. You know? No, yeah, it's called family family argument. Uh, it pick it it pretty much picks up where it le- where it left off last time. Uh, Daruma's pressing dad about uh, the sword, but the dad's not nervous. Yeah, it's, not at all. What's know. his name? They never really introduced his dad's name. But like, it looks like Mario. <laughs> Mario dad. <laughs> Super Mario. Look at him. Yeah, he does look like Mario. Uh, we'll call him. We'll call him Mario. Uh, Daruma starts uh, pressing D- uh, Mario about the sword, <laughs> uh, but then Mario's like, "Aren't you going to introduce him yourself first? You aren't you a samurai?" And uh, Daruma pretty much does. He he introduces himself. He is Daruma. That is his name, but he is an initiate of the Congo Yasha School, and uh, he is apparently the 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 Daruma. The dawn. <laughs> I forgot what that meant already. But the legendary samurai who cut down a thousand. The man astride the evil biting holder. Uh, I, I guess it means his dog bites evil people. He cut down a thousand. Yeah, he cut down a thousand people. Yeah, he was one of the really strongest guys ever. Yeah, in this series, as you can imagine. That's kind of like the yeah he's, yeah. yeah, he's a he's thorough. Uh, he basically explains his mission again. Um, he's got to find the box, and not only the box, he has to find the seven keys that open the box. Uh, to save the galaxy. And uh, one of those keys is Hachimaru. And uh, Mario Dad immediately is like, no, you're not k- taking him with you. Uh, that's a Masson. Uh, you know, all mad and stuff. Understandably. Uh, although last week I was like, why is he getting weird about him traveling the his hometown? I, uh, I can understand him not wanting him to travel the galaxy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, at that point, uh, Hachimaru arrives, uh, and whoops, what, what, what happens next? They argue some more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> you know, I was actually confused because this is the same guy that was supposed to, like, you know, who had no problem with letting his son go out. Well, he had a problem, but he still let it rock, so obviously it wasn't that big of a deal, you know? And um, now he's arguing more about letting his son go with this actual super trained ninja master. Like, my nigga, come on. You let him go outside for the first day alone when anything could have happened to him. Yeah, let, him go, let him go with the Don. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let him yeah, go but he's going out to the galaxy. He's leaving the planet. This is a little different. 
No. <laughs> no. You know what? No, Christian. No. It's not different. It's it's a brand new frontier, the same way outside was. The his neighborhood? Uh okay, Josh, your son wants to stroll around the neighborhood. He almost got hit by a fucking tank bullet. Uh-huh. His dog took the hit for him. Yeah. His dog could have died. And yeah. then but you know, it's not that he, serious. But man. he can travel the galaxy by himself. He's got the cat warrior. I need to put this shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, so it's cool for him to go across the galaxy, but not cool for him to walk around his own hometown. I'm saying he he already let him go. That he already let him do that. So you might as well let him do everything in the fuck else. It's really a passive aggressive parenting. Uh, That's not my son, nigga. He wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I would have had that cat drama guy train him in the crib before anything else popped up. I I would have been like, oh, bet you're going to make my son not a chump anymore? Bet. Not letting him go outside and get hit by a tank, run into a transgender boy, and all that other stuff. He's not transgender. I know. I was just. (laughs) Making a tasteless joke. <laughs> I can do those too, you know? That's fair. Um, but yeah, that's basically what I think that's what they're going to end up agreeing to. Um, that Dharma has to train them before they go. Um, yeah, actually. I th- yeah. But anyway, um, they start arguing about whether Hachi can go out to the to the galaxy. Uh, and it comes to an impasse. His dad goes back to his room. They have like a little flashback where Hachi is uh, watching this kid on a plane and he's like, mm, I don't want to go on a plane. But, you know, he really wants to go on a plane. Yeah, because what kid doesn't want to go fly on a plane? Yeah. And uh, that's when he started building the mobile life support rig. So now we know the moment of inspiration. And then this is a little quick panel where this angry samurai dude is just like, one day I will track you down. Heavy foreshadowing. Yeah, we'll see this. I wonder if this guy's going to pop up at any point in time. Yo, he was shook. Wow. So you wasn't scared when, when Daruma pulled up that sword, but... You just thought you heard something and you were shook? He's not as... I don't know, man. It's a flashback. He he was remembering that guy is still out there. Yeah, he is out there. <laughs> and he is actively tracking He could have been in that next village. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. He wasn't in the next village. He was in his neighborhood, basically. But he could have been. But you know what? He wouldn't. <laughs> anyway. Uh, at any point... Uh, Hachi's trying to figure out a way to convince his dad to let him go, but uh, Daruma's like, man, decide for yourself. You're a big boy now, you know? And uh, he does this cool slash thing, uh, a time delay slash that slashes the ground after eight seconds. Um, And he's basically like, if you cross that line, I will teach you everything I know about sword stuff. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But if you stay back there, you could just live with your dad all peacefully. And, uh, of course, Hachi crosses the line because the story would be over. He's like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with my dad. I thought there was going to be an actual challenge. Like, like he wasn't going to let him just go over the line easily or something. But, you know, I guess the challenge is going to start next. Yeah. Well, now there's going to be some training stuff. Um, it was all right, this chapter. Uh, Samurai hasn't really, like, grabbed me yet. I understand the point of the line now. I guess he was saying, like, once you cross this line, you're making your own decisions because I'm going to train you to be a strong samurai, then your dad can't tell you a motherfucking thing. I respect it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, There was depth to that line. Right. 
Yeah, I liked it. I was condescending about it, but I, I retract my thoughts and, you know, reflected. It's okay to do that. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> and then, you know, change your opinion later. Hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we all learned something today. <laughs> but yeah, that was that I ate. I, I hope it picks up. It's weird. I don't know. I mean, he's probably going to get that pass to do, you know, to just. Oh, no, I'm sure he'll be fine. But I'm also just like, uh, throw it into gear. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're ready to like, okay, it's not the the three chapters yet. It's something ready. It it feels a little slow, Um, but I don't hate it. It's fine. Uh, I'm sure it'll pick up as uh, as we go along. But now switching back to American Brian Balls, hit the randomizer. Young Justice. Whoa! Young Justice Is this the first time we've talked about it? Yeah, this is, actually. There's a reason. (laughs) I like this one. What are you talking about? No, it's good. All right, all right. Let me me explain. So, I'm very insecure when it comes to certain comics because I don't have a wealth of knowledge. You know what I mean? Like, I just started reading comics only, like, what, four or five years ago, maybe, and starting to, like, understand a lot of the deeper lore and shit that happened. But, you know, I, I don't know about these guys at all. I can tell you. Um, well, Young Justice is an old team, uh, recently resurrected by Brian Michael Bendis and um, and Rebirth stuff. Uh, it's uh, it's just like a, a secondary Young Justice team, you know, uh, a secondary Teen Titans team essentially. Yeah. So there's like the Teen Titans and then there's these guys. Um, the the core of this team is uh, Superboy, Robin, and Impulse, and everybody else is just formed around that core group. Um, some of these characters are new. Uh, Ginny Hex is new, and so is Teen Lantern. She was uh, never part of Amethyst. I don't know if she was part of the original Young Justice, but she is a she is a fairly established character in the DCU. Yeah, Gem World has been a thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's something I learned recently. And Wonder Girl has been around for a while. Uh, so, so Gem World is actually like a different dimension, right? That's like inside yeah. of the Earth's core or whatever. Yeah, I don't Something know that. Like yeah, that, right? I don't know a whole ton about Gem World myself, but basically, yeah, it's this hidden world. Uh, everybody's named after crystals of some sort. Uh, you know, Lord of the Rings type place, fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Young Justice has mysteriously woken up in this place. Uh, where they found Superboy Connor Kent after so long. Uh, Connor Kent existed in the New 52, and then he just suddenly disappeared. I don't know when or how, but this seems to be like classic Connor. Um, Is it? Yeah. Because I I don't know about this kid. See, when I first saw him, I assumed he was the kid that ended up turning super evil and beat everybody, but that was... Superboy. That was Superboy. Yeah, that was... That was the Superboy that was with Superman well, way back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. When everything was cheesy. And this is the yeah. Superboy that died fighting Superboy Prime. Is that what happened? Yeah. Oh, my god. He did gosh. die that year, right? He did die at the end of... Yeah, I think right? he did kill yeah. him. Yeah, that's that's when he cracked. He killed him because he was like, oh, you think you're the real Superboy? Something, something. Yeah. Yo, he... Yeah, that event was really meta. Mm-hmm. I, I want to read it on my own. You know, I, I only just seen YouTube videos about it, but uh, what was that event called again? Infinite uh, Crisis. Infinite Crisis. Yeah, that. Yeah, Connor's yeah. back. Anyway, yeah, Young Justice. <laughs> and he's wearing his old 90s gear. <laughs> red, yeah, red and black shirt, the red Superman sign. A leather jacket. Jean, leather jean jacket and fucking jean. No, leather. 
I said leather jean jacket. Holy leather shit. Leather jacket man. with spikes on it, <laughs> with spiked shoulder pads. And of Edge course, Lord. The, uh, the, I don't know if it's Edge Lord, more like 90s punk. That's <laughs> the same thing to me. <laughs> uh, and also fingerless gloves because he is 90s. Um, apparently, when he landed here in Gem World a long time ago, and um, when he got here, uh, he rescued this lady, this pregnant lady, uh, and claimed to be her husband. And they weren't really married, but they, they pretty much helped each other out. He was a stranger in a strange land, and she needed help from this over-oppressive government. So uh, she helped him raise her son and protect them and do the farm work and stuff uh, all this time. And that's when Young Justice comes in, and they're like, we're going to save you. Uh there's also uh, Teen Lantern gets a little bit more uh, exposition in this, which is uh, the character I'm most interested in. Yeah, Teen Lantern's an entirely new character, right? Yeah, she, uh, totally, totally new. Uh, and uh, apparently, she she has hacked into the Green Lantern, uh, into the power battery on Oa, and is now drawing on the force, on the willpower force that they have. Oh, so you know what? I didn't realize that. I thought she had the gauntlet. No, dude. You know the gauntlet that yeah. uh, that. What happened to that, by the way? Uh, I didn't leave, read those last few issues of Green Lantern. So yeah, yeah. Then because Rebirth happened, and mm-hmm. then the fight with Sinestro and all of that. But no, okay. this is different. She she made her own gear, and um, she's an eleven-year-old girl who hacked into the power ring on Oa. Twelve. She's eleven. Just to say twelve. No, she's. They initially thought she was nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's like, no, I'm an eleven-year-old. Um. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, we have Ginny Hex, uh, the great granddaughter of Jonah Hex. Uh, cool. <laughs> I like Jonah Hex. Uh, when New Fifty Two started, they had All Star Western. That was a fun book. Uh, it, it took place in Old Town Gotham. Quarter of Owls was involved. Oh, yeah. You gotta love the, that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, he, he was like a Western dude. It was before like superhero stuff was happening. In DCU, so he was just having in like Indiana Jones esque adventures. Yeah, before Superman landed, right? And he also has a weird uh, mouth scar thing. It's pretty uh, cool. Design. Wasn't there a movie about Jonah Hack? Yeah, it, it was terrible. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but in any case, um, exposition's over, and that's when uh, this giant j- castle thing starts to attack him. Well, it started attacking him because Impulse, which is one of the many flashes that exists. Bart Allen. Bart Allen. He's the great grand. I think he's the great grand, uh, the grandson of Barry Allen. Oh, okay, okay. So there is some type of. Yeah, no, he's not. He's a not new, just this random kid. No, he's not a new. He's not a new character either. He's. Oh yeah, he's part of the core, right? It was. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. very strange because like he was never introduced into the new Fifty Two, and he's just here now, which I'm not mad at because I like Impulse. They has they have the excuse of the Speed Force. Yeah, where like no, you yeah, know, that's they how can, he gets here. Bart they, Allen travels back in time, and that's how he got to the original, like universe. He's from the future. Uh, he travels back in time and now he's just here. Uh, they fight this giant castle thing. Uh, the main boss Opal comes. They kind of kick his ass pretty easily. Yeah, that's why I'm not giving you too much background on what's happening because they literally just cleaned this up very <laughs> quick. I mean, he was drawn really well. I'll tell you this. He looked really hardcore. Yeah. I really thought there was going to be more of a fight, but then I remembered that Superboy is basically Superman. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun fact, uh, Josh, uh, Superboy is the clone of Superman and Lex Luthor. And Lex Luthor, yeah. So okay, it was cool. super so slow know. for this nigga, basically. Mm-hmm. Whooped his ass. So he's smart too, right? He's like really smart. 
Uh, I I don't know what to say about his intelligence. I I'm not all that familiar with Connor. This or like old. Maybe Connor. that's where he gets his edginess from. Like <laughs> yeah, that's why he wears. That's where he gets his bad boy attitude. Yeah, mm, I don't want to cooperate all the way. <laughs> Super maybe. bad okay. boy. Yeah, uh, but in any case, uh, the day is saved, and the the uh, the council and Gen world are like, thank you for helping us. We'll send you back to your world. Wink, wink. Um, they get on uh, their their vehicle and uh, they get teleported away. But then the queen's just like, sick. Yeah, dubbed them. <laughs> you meet, damn, she didn't have to do that either, yo. No, she didn't. She banished them to who knows where. We'll find out next issue. Uh, I like Young Justice quite a bit. Uh, I had a good time with it. You it's, know, I these these all these like separate teams. You know, I. It just makes me feel sad about the Teen Titans, you know? Teen Titans still around. I know it is, but is it good? Not that I know of. Yeah, I right? haven't read it in a little bit. But who cares what team it is? I as just long want as Beast good. Boy to be a Justice League member. That's all. He's still young. He's still a boy. I guess, yeah. He's still young. He was never a league member, I think. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah. I I had a, you didn't like Young Justice? No, it's Young No, 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 no. It, it is good. It just it just makes me think about Teen Titans a lot. That's all. It yeah. hasn't it'll grow on me. I'm going to keep reading it. Yeah. But both books existed concurrently back then too. So, it's You know what's the other thing? All of these books that say Wonder Comics, I don't really like I feel like it's geared toward the younger crowd, so nothing heavy is going to happen in these comics. Oh, well, we don't know. I mean, that's what I was assuming. Because they seem to also be affected by the rebirth stuff. Because absolutely, are, yeah, the whole reason that the team, you know, wasn't together previously was because of the rebirth stuff. Well, not even because they they mentioned to Connor that they forgot him, like he was one of the people who were just lost in the yeah, it was Dr. In the reboot. Fault. So that's something. Uh, no, that was cool, and I, I love that they addressed that. Yeah, but uh, pretty good. Uh, if you're not picking up Young Justice, do it. It's very fun. Uh, and the art is great. Yeah, the art's really cool. I don't. I th- I don't know. I think it's Patrick Gleason who draws this, and I think he's actually leaving DC. He's going to Marvel. Oh no, it's not him. But well, now you know. <laughs> I think Patrick Gleason is leaving Marvel, uh, DC for Marvel, which is sad. Um, but uh, yeah, he drew the first uh, that uh, Superman story. Oh, uh, the that was, Superman um, before this one, before Brian uh, Bendis took yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, he was the the artist for Superman. Yeah. And they had Superman red and blue and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. That was good art. Uh, moving on. Brian Balls hit the manga randomizer. <laughs> <laughs> My hero. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought he was going to hit more Guy Ferrari. I, <laughs> I guess I built it up for nothing. Hopefully next time. Mm. Hint. <laughs> Hint. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing My Hero Academia, chapter uh, 230, uh, Sad Man's Parade. Um, oh, that was a pretty clever title. I love this chapter I title. I like that. Um, we get a little bit of exposition real quick for the people, a little uh, reminder of uh, of doubles, of uh, Twice's quirk. He could turn one thing into two. It can only duplicate two th- different things at once. So he can, like, he can only clone people, like, two different things. At one time, I don't know. I guess. Yeah, he can't go all out. Crazy. He can't clone more than three people the at a time. Cities or less. more than two people at a time. Uh, the double will always be more fragile than the original. So the more clones he makes, the weaker they are. Uh, 
and that's basically <laughs> that's basically twice his power. Uh, apparently, he can't. Oh, and also he needs like data. He needs like really pinpoint accurate information on what he's cloning in order to clone it properly. Uh, he try. They, we get a little flashback where he uh, tries to mass produce the little bullets that they got from from yeah. Overholm, and it doesn't work because he doesn't know what's in it. Uh, so that there's that. Uh, but back in the present, uh, we saw him make a few clones, but now apparently he's made enough clones where he's flooding the streets yeah this shit is looking like you know naruto's uh you yeah know, when he mass produces them yeah it's so I'm just cool. gonna keep making drawn references to naruto's <laughs> i mean that's really like it's it's close to that never forget yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's pretty cool i love this um oh yeah look at that page they are literally just flooding the block there's so many of them hundreds yeah and uh, the ma- the commander's just like, oh shit! Did he get character development? Yeah, he literally, yeah, <laughs> basically, it's basically what he said. He's genuinely surprised. Yeah, uh, and he he basically mocks your boy, <laughs> Mister Skeptic, about because his scheme failed. But Skeptic gets tight. It's a fail. <laughs> <laughs> Look back at. <laughs> Look at the veins. Don't disrespect me like that. Yeah, what the fuck is Look at his you? eyes and his veins. Is I don't know if that's him or that's him being really upset right now. He is upset. He's so upset that people would even suggest that his plan failed. <laughs> yeah, like you would even. Nick said, he said, think what you're saying. <laughs> he said, have I ever failed? Not once. Never in my life. I meant that statement. <laughs> really feeling away. He's so dramatic. I fucked with this guy, man. What's his name again? Uh, skeptic. Skeptic. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, back at the battle, um, Dobby is fighting Ice Guy. Still, uh, they're both seemingly evenly matched. Um, Compress is having a tough time with just the underlying goons in the back. He's asking Dobby for help, and Dobby's like, "Fuck out of here," because uh, he's a dick. And then that's when the Twices roll in, and um. Start to take care of business for them. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, he, he He's really pumped up. And he's basically telling him, like, I'll double you guys, too. So we'll have like, yeah. an army of these guys. And uh, Compress is like, we don't have to do that. Uh, Gigantomachi is going to be here, and then we'll be done. And in an hour and five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. They're still trying to stall a little bit. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a long-ass time, like, in this battle. Because literally, what, only 15 minutes has passed? Uh and no, I what, think it's a like month a half, and a half hour for this arc so far. Yeah, it's been a half hour since like Jesus, man. <laughs> That's a long ass time to wait. Yeah. But then we see a giant ice explosion that takes out a lot of uh twice as clones. And um it turns out the guy the ice guy can um can manip not only he can also control the temperature of the ice, so he's been shooting ice into the water supply and just like so he could have it there as kind of a mine. So now that his ice is down, oh, because his ice is in the pipes, he can also use that ice to freeze the rest of this water in these pipes and make more ice. Yeah, he he basically, I mean, he can't, he can manipulate ice, but he could also produce more of this water around. Yeah. Literally, you know, that's. But only if that water is also, has ice in it. (laughs) Well, he can make it cold with his ice. That's the whole, you know. Yeah, that's why. There's water around and he has enough ice to, to. Put it in there. He can make, make more, more ice. You know, and fair limit. Fair limit. 
You he's know. he's fucking doing it. He's kicking ass, taking names. Yeah, he's pulling ice out of the fucking sewage lines and all of that. He's wilding. And as we kind of figure with Dobby's power, there's like a drawback is that his fire actually does hurt him. That's so, so weird. I've never seen something like that before, man. I feel like I should have, but like. I mean, it explains why he's so drawback. burnt up. Yeah, but why? Why does the fire burn him so much? I guess it's because like he, his fire is really strong. So, yeah, I can see that because well, it is blue. It is different. It's well, a different to an color. extent, also Todoroki's fire can draw back on him, but he just has more of a resistance toward it. I think it's and, cool. it, and it has nothing to do with the ice either. I think he can reach. All right. So he Todoroki, his thing and why his father is so high on him is because he can reach limits that the dad can't because of his ice power. Mm-hmm. You know, like he can heat up as much as he wants because they always have the ice cooling down. Yep. So, but this guy, he's just producing fire, which is something Endeavor does as well and went crazy with. And you've never seen him burn his skin up. Maybe the suit helps. You know what I mean? Uh, I would I would say there's a limit because um, when Deku and, um, and Todoroki fought, they mentioned as well that he can't use his ice forever either because it'll it, be he, too cold. It yeah. starts to get to him, too. So his powers regulate each other. So maybe there's like it a seems li- like Dobby's a little bit more frail though. Yeah, that's as what I'm saying. Fra- May- maybe it has to do with his flames just being stronger. Maybe there is a little but bit more. Maybe to it's it. both. Maybe it's like he's also doesn't have as much of a resistance, and his flames are just way stronger. Yeah, your man needs like a protective suit or something. I, I don't know who who like is supplying them with shit, but they slipping <laughs> hard right now. That's like a no. Well, they're trying to save the guy who usually does that. Oh yeah, he is the <laughs> arms dealer, right? Yeah, man, he's been slacking though. <laughs> I would have thought second about. I mean, it's that. weird because the fire comes from his skin. So even if he was wearing a suit, it would. It comes from inside. Do you get him, what I'm seems. saying? Like it just seems a little too like. They, obviously, they haven't explained it yet, but mm-hmm. it is kind of weird, and it's weird of, like it's a new take on a fire bill. It's just a weird drawback to me. Cause I think it makes like, sense. It does make sense, especially with the burns all over him. him. Yeah, maybe uh, he did. Uh, whatever. Maybe whatever. I can, I mean, I can buy it. That like, there's more to him. There's just he's just not as immune to his own flames as maybe the rest of his family, his supposed family. Which is alleged. weird as hell if that's just the case, you know. Mm, I think you're right. It's corny. Well, me. everything has a drawback, and like it's not like he 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 gets like burnt immediately, right? So it's, dog endeavor looks fine. As a matter of fact, he got fucked up by that <laughs> no move, <laughs> and he lived to tell the tale. Well, also, Endeavor's older. This nigga is frail. Endeavor's matter older. Matter of fact, I've never more. seen him get hit before. Have you? I've never Dobby's, seen Dobby get hit. No, yeah, Dobby's like probably one of the more competent members of the league. Yeah, he's, yeah like a, he's probably like a glass cannon type, you know, mm-hmm. really, really strong. But you can't. and it's like what we've noticed. I think like he's used his fire in short bursts for this reason. True that he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't been going crazy with it. Yeah, I just hope there's more to it. I just really hope that it's well. We're just, never really gonna see. Yeah. He's probably gonna get his power up here too. I think all the leagues is all the league of villains is gonna have something. That's super cool. This is a good arc so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the chapter ends with it's probably gonna end sooner than we thought. Because, oh boy, yeah. Uh, Doctor Daruma, not to be confused with Samurai Eight Daruma, but I didn't uh, notice that was his name, man. Doctor Daruma is just like you know what these guys are. These guys are working. They're doing their thing. Giganto Machi, go help him. Say, don't you want to <laughs> help him? You don't see your, your, your future leader struggling. And Giganto Machi is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wakes up and he's about to, I guess he's going to fight. So. Oh, he's about to turn shit up. I, I mean, s- twice already has, but whatever. 
I can see it, it. Like maybe <laughs> it'll take them a little bit to get there. So we'll probably see a little bit more from everybody else. He's just gonna book ass. Just make a beeline straight through everything. Yeah. But uh, that was my hero. Uh, fun chapter. This arc is so fucking fire. No pun intended. Um, but yeah, uh, let's do that. It hasn't gotten too anti-heroish either. Which oh, yeah. Is I love easy, it. Easy, you know, slope to fall down. But I whatever. It. It's been good. Brian Balls hit the American Comics randomizer. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. There it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jack Ferrari, by the way. <laughs> They're dry. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking about some of his dry-ass chicken, probably. (laughs) Do you know what he was talking about exactly? Tender, juicy. No, I don't. (laughs) I 100% know what he's talking about. He was talking about how other balls could be, other macaroni balls, if you make them too big, they can end up. (laughs) They're dry. They they can be dry. Yeah, they can be dry. But what you want is, is tender, juicy. Balls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, uh, back to the randomizer. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Batman it is. Uh, Josh, take over from here. Yeah, this has been recap week because <laughs> this little, you know what, man? It's like he know. I'm pretty sure. That Tom King listens to this podcast. I think he's so into himself that he has to know everything that everyone's saying about him. You know what I mean? And he definitely puts us up there because we're high quality. Yeah. And he, he literally said, heard me oh, last word, week be Chris? like, I forgot he what said, happened. Yeah? Word? Oh, you don't see how this is all pieced together from the very first issue? When <laughs> I just said I forgot. <laughs> yeah, well, huh. mm, this one's for you, Chris. Extra spicy. All right. So, yeah, like I've been mentioning, um, <laughs> you have this really cool narrative um, that I'm just going to go ahead and say you think that it's Batman and it's not. But there's a reason you think it's well, Batman. It technically is Batman. Oh, there <laughs> we go. Cat's out the bag. It's another Batman. <laughs> but which Batman? Thomas mm. Wayne. It could have been Dick Grayson. No. It could have been. He's not uh, He's not here. It could have been the, the Space Knight. Godman, Arkham Knight, no, Azrael. Oh, Azrael, he's you in know, space. Weird old time. Yeah. Well, okay. It was Thomas. This is Thomas Wayne's narrative, and it makes total sense as it gets to the end, right? He basically explains Bane's plan up to this point. Yeah, and literally, like everything has been planned. Now, I didn't know it goes this deep, <laughs> and maybe Tom King's dragging a little bit, but he literally says the first thing that Bane did was send this plane towards Batman. And this is, again, in the first issue of the Batman Rebirth, he had tried to take a hold of this plane and to, to try to land it and so that the uh, so that the you know the people on the airplane would be safe, et cetera, et cetera. But he couldn't do it. You know, he kind of faced his own morale, like his own, um, um, what do you call that? Uh, not humanity. Uh, powerlessness, I guess. Power- morality? No. No. Mortality. Mm. There we ah. go. Ah. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> mortality. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, Batman faces mortality, which, you know what? I buy that because I feel like he never has till that point, which is because he would not be doing half the craziest shit he's been doing. So it made sense to me. And, you know, that's what gave him all of these ideas in his head. You know, even before he met his dad um, in the button event that, yo, like, I can't do this forever, man. I could drop at any moment. I could get smoked anytime. You know, I need. I need someone to continue this. I need to make sure this, 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 this is some type of legacy. 
Enter Gotham Girl and Gotham Man. Basically, two uh, heroes that came out of nowhere with superhuman strength. Literally like Superman. They're super strong, can fly, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, damn, do I explain everything that happened with them? Uh, you don't have to. Nah, right? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. Damn, man. Yeah, that's what they're recapping. Basically, this was all Bane's plan. He sent the plane towards him. He knew he would interact with the w- with the Gotham people, uh, more specifically Gotham Girl. Um, I guess we're going to learn more about that later. Um, he knew that that would... Man, I should have read this shit again, bro. Yeah, he... he Yo, he... All it's, right. It's a lot. He talks about a lot. He, Bane is small, basically yeah. Eisen, and it's not bad. Eisen it's not in a Blue bad Chu way. planned everything out. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, literally, like, you would have to have read the whole entire Batman Rebirth run to, for this to come full circle, but the book, every event that's happened in Rebirth was literally because of Bane's doing. And also... Well, Batman's Rebirth story. Batman's uh, rebirth. Yeah. Not, yeah, my bad. Not the rest everybody. of it is Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I uh the 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 book explains the plan fairly detailed. He he, he set up Catwoman and Batman falling in love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Thomas Well, getting Wayne, married specifically cuz they were already get, yeah, in love. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a nice specification. Uh, yeah. but yeah, it takes pretty much explains anything. The only thing that leaves it out for me is uh like Thomas Wayne's thing. I don't remember exactly how did he stay in this universe? I don't we don't know. And, you know, you got... That's probably the case. I mean, they did that with Superman's dad. And yeah. obviously, there's a theme here. You know the what dance. I mean? They've been... Th- these are the guys, aside from the Green Lanterns, who have been attacked the most by, like, you know, uh, Dr. Manhattan. true. I didn't notice that. Yeah, of course. It's Superman and Batman. They're super integral. I mean, Superman no, is yeah, the core, I, but Batman is right there. Yeah, I know? just didn't notice at first that both of their dads came back evil mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, you can say <laughs> evil. Basically, they didn't want their sons living the lives that they live in. And, you know, Thomas Wayne used Seen Bane as a tool to make his to make that happen. You know, he kind of worked with him. Obviously, I don't think he's going to let him kill his son or nothing like that, right? Because that would be completely pointless. Yeah, the whole thing but, is just trying to get Batman to quit being Batman. Yeah, like, it, it was... It's, it's but you really know what? Intricate. He kind of is. He, he set up... He knew... Yeah, he set up the marriage between... Between Batman and Catwoman because he knew that Batman would would look at himself and say, yo, what am I missing from my life? Like literally from the plane incident and that then all the dominoes started falling. You know, he, he asked Catwoman to get married with. Well, no, I guess after the marriage thing, that's that's when things started falling downhill. Right. Well, yeah, that's the thing is uh, if they wanted Batman out of the picture, then theoretically, according to them, they should have just let them get married. Then Batman would just like slowly fail it, fade out because he's happy. I, I mean, but it's not true. And you got to remember, all right, mem- all right so yeah. again, I, this is, maybe this is me still clinging on to hope, but um, I, I think that they are going to be together. I think all of the stuff that all the development was real and you can't just, I mean, it would be terrible writing to just throw that out the window. I don't, I mean, I'm sure that's happened in the past. So, well, here's the deal. Uh, superheroes can't get married unless they're not like a list, you know, or the fantastic four. <laughs> then otherwise they're just not. Because Spider-Man wasn't married for a long time, but then they were just like, not anymore, you're not. And it's At least he was married for some time. <laughs> Jeez, I want Batman. I don't know. I would rather them get married and then Catwoman gets killed. That's you know? sad. It is sad. <laughs> That's but not geez, better. I don't want them to break up and all and at that at least Catwoman would be alive oh man their relationship was so real and I think that's gonna be like the I think that's gonna be the deep point that Tom King's gonna make that you could scheme and do all of this shit but you know 
There's something Life is that, real. Yeah. <laughs> There's something that came to mind while you were explaining it, the legacy part. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where two two writers of Batman kind of got uh, kind of conflate each other because uh, Scott Snyder already has Batman taking care of this problem. Uh, he has this machine that, like, apparently according to Scott Snyder, Batman has this machine that I don't know clones Batman. <laughs> this was in a separate series. No, but this is still canon. No, I'm not saying it's not canon. What I'm saying is maybe after the events of this, he realizes, you know what? I don't need to rely on anybody else but me, and I will birth myself in the next few hundred years when they need me. I I, I think that's reasonable. I, Wait, you what? You could say that. Basically, I think this Scott Snyder uh, little event that's happening is post Tom King's run. No, this uh, Batman's had this thing since before Tom King's run. Are you serious? It happened in Scott Snyder's run. It happens like way before Scott Snyder's but run. But it ends. wasn't all about legacy. Gotham and Gotham Girl was more about legacy saying, oh, here are two super strong heroes that represent Gotham and want to make Gotham a better place. I could rest my hopes in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than, and then, you know, okay, then cool. Yeah. And then I'll be reborn too. <laughs> yeah. And also the there'll be night clones out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Nothing could go wrong with that. Right. But um, so it was less about legacy. I think that was one of the things okay. on his mind, yeah. one of the influences to bring him towards like wanting to marry Catwoman. And yeah, I'm not saying a it's a problem. I just felt like I, I guess that yeah, it makes no, sense. No, it was a valid reasoning. It, but you know, I don't, I don't think that Tom King was making a big point of that. Yeah. So yeah. by the way, while this narrative slash recap of what everything that's happened in the Batman Rebirth run, which was all Bane's plan and some influence by Thomas Bison, there, yeah, <laughs> uh, Batman and Bane are fighting in the mansion, like in his, you know, in the Wayne Mansion, and it's it's cool the way they're doing it because at first you have Batman kind of winning of this routine fight, which is what Bane's plan was, you know, because whatever uh, conflicts they had. In the Batman Rebirth run, um, he handled Bane. He handled him the same way he would any villain and shut him down. But, you know, that was this plan to have him think that this was just routine. That, you know, he caught him in his little web, man. And he, and Batman gets his fucking back broken again. How many times has Bane done this shit to him? Um, This may be the second time. <laughs> okay. Well, other people broke his fucking But I, I don't think it's probably less of a big deal this time because the first time he did it, Batman was literally in a wheelchair for a while. That's why I, that's where Azrael came from. Yeah. Uh, but mm. yeah. Uh, overall, I think this is, there's not a lot that super happens in this. Uh, so I don't no, want to spend yeah, too much time we, on it. That's but, why I've just been, you know, recapping. But, you know, this is a good pickup point. I feel like from here on out, we're going to get into the latter half of Tom King's run, like the third act, essentially. So uh, hold on to your hats uh, <laughs> as uh, we leave the American comics again to go to our manga. Uh, Brian Balls, hit the manga around. You and your cascading pores. <laughs> cascading what? Pores. Pores. It's got like cascading pores. <laughs> and guy is not, you know, someone who's not going to call you on shit. Guy doesn't tolerate cascading pores. One Piece. Yeah. All right. Uh, One Piece, chapter 940, right? So I don't know what the title of this one is. Oh, it's called Partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. (laughs) Because that's literally the time they was on. You laughing, but I'm dead ass serious right now. Like. These niggas, I didn't know it was going to get this extreme. They all pulled up. Yep, I'm jumping ahead. Don't give a fuck, bro. They all pulled up. Half the fucking Straw Hat crew pulled up 
offer respect to Yana, of, uh, of, uh, of Yana, what? Yasui? Yasui. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you forgot the real one's name, the Young Don. He's just the Young Don forever in my mind, and that's always going to reference Yasui. So anyway, yeah. So you know, remember his daughter was crying, well, laughing but really crying. Yeah, she's getting real. <laughs> and they all came to protect her. Not only are all the straw and, hats and involved, the body. not only are all the straw hats involved, but Drake is in the battle too. Turns into a full. Well, yeah, that's dinosaur. what I'm saying. Like these, you know. Every like this is the thing they all understood like all right once Zoro and and Sanji came in to 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 get in, get in front of Orochi the Shogun they knew like all right we we're not getting out of this without scrapping so it was cool <laughs> you know I, it's and this is you know Oda does this really well this whole converging everything happens yeah. fucking zero to a hundred real yeah, quick he's so good at that and it makes a lot of sense because. You've seen the crew members had been around and they was observing what's happening. And as soon as shit started getting a little, a little tough for the two guys, you got your boy uh, Frankie Franosuke. Yeah, <laughs> Franosuke. Franosuke. Just taking bullets for Zoro. Yeah, um, Sanji shrugging them off like they were fucking seeds or something. But then this Kyoshiro guy comes through and he blocks Zoro's swords, and Sanji's facing off against X Drake. And uh, the rest of the Straw Hat crew are taking on the rest of the uh, Orochi's minions. It's fucking fire, dog. <laughs> yeah, Luffy's watching from prison. Yeah, Luffy's like cheering on his broadcasting crew. Because, that, you know. I love it. It's a manga, and there has to be a show. I think be it's an audience. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, yeah, there has to be an, an execution for audience. <laughs> well, this is for One Piece specifically. They really like to broadcast executions. <laughs> like it's the fucking Super Bowl. Sure. What? You're right. I don't know what this. But I don't think One Piece is the only thing that does. What that. else? What else does it? Almost every other manga, Shokugeki no Soma. Does they don't it broadcast every, it to TV, right? But but there's a crowd. There's a oh, yeah. oh people observing from you know yeah. Who knows? It's cool. I mean, it shows you the background characters, their percep- the perception on the situation. It's a cool trope. I'm just calling it yeah. out. That's cool. Maluffy's back at Udon just cheering his crew on. Love that shit. He supports his boys. Oh man, and probably the realest part. <laughs> oh my god and we're treated Yo. to a twist yeah man uh kid is recaptured alongside uh the hitokiri kamazo because he escaped off screen at some point which like was really weird of one piece they don't usually do stuff like that unless they it's gonna have really important implications i think this on. is the important implication no yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like it, it kind of came back and said oh that's what you know it wasn't just some bullshit that happened on the side um Japan but yeah he comes in with Hitokiri Kazama, who Zoro defeated back in uh, a, a few chapters ago. Uh, he was the guy he, that, that he fought in the snow and stuff, like protecting Otoko and stuff. Oh, the big guy. Yeah, the guy that he brings in with him. Uh, and uh, it's revealed that uh, the Hitokiri has been killer this entire time. Until we get a sound drop for this uh, twist sound drop. Ah. Well, I mean, we didn't know... <laughs> <laughs> appropriate is that a, is that is a Chinese <laughs> gong is that a I hope I hope it was a Japanese gong because that would be way it's more. limited right now <laughs> <laughs> no yeah but this was a good substitute <laughs> I do I mean I there wasn't a huge reveal it this wasn't this a pretty big reveal it was a one panel mystery that's no, it. it wasn't. We, two, oh, I mean, it was a two-page mystery. No, this character was built up. He fought Zoro. He was the character that was built up for a while. When did he fight Zoro? Oh, a few chapters ago. Remember when Zoro got to that house where he found uh, Momonosuke's sister? Yeah. Oh, he was... Fu- yeah, he was the one with the scythe and all of that. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck was going on there? 
Why was he fighting Zoro? We don't know yet. This is the mystery. Oh, wait, whoa, yeah, you're right. That is that guy. And what? He's been killer this mind. whole time. But he popped <laughs> up one time. No, they built him up. And when he they was first... supposed to be an agent of... Um... Yeah. No, he wasn't supposed to be an agent of everyone. He was just a guy who was randomly killing people. Is that what the is that what was going on? So he pulled up on Zoro. A Hitokiri like, is essentially you? a murderer. That's why uh, Roroni Kenshin they call him the Hitokiri Batosai. He was just a he was just a, a murderer. He was just like rolling around killing people. Jeez. Okay. Oh, I thought. Okay. All right. Wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And I was okay. All right. But to be fair, <laughs> I'm not gonna fault you too much for this because we got a shit ton of characters with very di- very. Japanese names that were hard to keep track of. He gave Zoro a good fight, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He gave he gave Zoro his first like actual injury in the New World. Yeah, but he was also like distracted. So I, mean, I he thought did, they were trying to downplay it. Yeah. Well, he did. He did lose. He was he, a killer. Did lose. So it's still not yeah, a massive he did challenge. Lose. True. But he did wound Zoro, which is very rare since the times. I mean, he should be able to comparatively with their strengths. Well, he's a supernova. Yeah, exactly. That's why. I, Mm, I guess this. I thought it was a fight they'd save for her later on, but uh, whatever. And uh, cool. Killer is just laughing as he's being sentenced. Fwa, 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 fwa. <laughs> yeah, you got to get to do the laugh. Yeah, uh, you got it. You practice. Fwa, 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 fwa. <laughs> fwa, 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 fwa. <laughs> Yo, all right. So it's important to to illustrate to the uh, to the listeners, you know, how he sounds when he laughs. I mean, we're just guessing, but it's that was really obnoxious <laughs> and embarrassing. <laughs> Right, which, I had a good uh, time doing it. That's good. No, no, I, I enjoyed listening to it. I thought I, it was funny, and it and it painted the picture perfectly. That is how Killer sounds, and it's silly and ridiculous. And Kid mentions that, right? Captain Kid, who was the guy that can control metal, one of the other supernovas. Yeah, his captain. His yeah, Killer's captain. Uh, he basically says that um, Killer would uh, would kill people who would just make fun of his laugh, and now he's just laughing like crazy now. Uh, what do you do to my partner? Which is why. And he was fed a smile fruit, obviously. Yeah. It was sad. <laughs> so I, I guess he probably didn't have devil fruit powers before this. I guess not. But now he definitely doesn't, but he just can't swim. And also he can't express sadness or anger. Yeah, just laughs. And you know what? This, so why I said it got real for me, I guess what I meant to say was the whole smile fruit situation. Look, the Ibisu Town shit was kind of sad, but I was just like, well, they all looked really happy, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> they, I'm not, my heart isn't wrenched. But this part, when this was supposed to be a stone cold killer, not giving his a name fuck is about killer. nothing. Yeah, his name is Killer. And he was also Eustace Kid's, you know, second hand. You know, Eustace Kid is a, is a thug for real, for real. You know, he's supposed yeah. to be on par with Luffy or whatever. For we a time, know. he was ranked higher than Luffy in the Supernovas for yeah. most of his time. Which isn't a head-to-head kind of thing, but he did cause more wreck than Luffy did, and Luffy turned shit up. So, yeah. you know. Well, the thing is, the difference, the reason he was worth more is that he actually kills people where Luffy does not. Oh. So that Plus, was, nobody uh, knows about what happened on Skypiea. What do you mean? Nobody knows about what the what the straw has said on Skypea, right? Well, they talk about Luffy specifically. Luffy has never killed anyone. I guess I was saying, I don't know. Sanji I, may have on that island, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's about it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, basically 
killer is uh, his the Hitokiri, uh, and they're sentenced to just being drowned continuously until Luffy loses a match in the sumo wrestling. Uh, yeah, pretty brutal. Yeah, and Queen is just like mocking him. It's just like, uh, you know, the only way they'll be free is if you die in combat. Uh, Luffy, tri- <laughs> 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 he's just dancing, making fun of him, and uh, Luffy tries to fight him, but he. He easily knocks him aside. Yeah, I mean, Luffy is weakened because he has the sea prism. Yeah, he cuts on, but oh, this guy isn't a, isn't a pushover. No, he does. For, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, he doesn't because yeah. he wouldn't be able to stretch and do all of that. Yeah. Whoa. So I this mean, guy's big. <laughs> yeah, this guy yeah, he's strong. one of the three strongest people in Kaido's crew. He's like, it's king and queen, remember? And, uh, and Jack. Oh. So this guy's. One oh, of yeah, the Jack's boss. one of the other guys, the mammoth dude. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so. Yeah, there's that. Uh, and right when Luffy's just like, the only one who decides who where I'll die is me. Uh, it turns out Big Mom seems to be right outside that prison. <laughs> right at the prison wall. And she's hungry for Oshiruko. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> I don't know. It's some Japanese. Brian Boss, food. is that a thing? Oshiruko? Oshiruko? How many, how many d- that chicks out are? <laughs> <laughs> Big Mom being fiend out for... Multiple chapters <laughs> <laughs> for Oshiruko. It's a thing. Wow! Yay! <laughs> it's a real Japanese food. Hell yeah! Well, that was One Piece. Uh, awesome twist. Um, very good to see the Straw Hats turning shit up. Uh, big, big Mom's, mom's about to fool. Yeah, she's about to show these niggas was really good. Oh, and she's got her hunger pains. That's when she's strongest. Uh huh. Oh, is that so? Remember when she was like freaking out over the cake before they got the cake to her? Yeah. Well, she rampages. I don't think she's at her strongest. Oh, you're right. Because they were showing how like she was like famished and stuff and losing her strength. Remember how skinny she was? Oh yeah, you're right. I don't know. Maybe because that was. I, I feel like that they. I'm only bringing it up because they were basically trying to say that she's not at her strongest. Well, Which she's about to like the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, she's not so, she's not skinny right now. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was one piece. Yeah, she a wild Fucking artist. awesome. Uh, glad that they're not going to skip another week next week. Uh, uh, Brian Boss hit the American comics. Oh, I know what's next. I know what's next. Falling it right now. Deadpool. Oh. Uh, when did you think it was? <laughs> Whack shit. <laughs> <laughs> Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you know. You're so mean. Oh, look at a kangaroo guy. Yeah, my favorite. That's guy. not Captain Kangaroo. That's though. not Captain Kangaroo. And I don't know who that is, honestly. He's. I think it's just a kangaroo. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go hard. In any case, uh, Deadpool's War of the Realms tie-in finds him in Australia. Uh, we we get a little like uh, explanation as to how he got there. Is Deadpool's retelling of War of Realms up to this point? Yeah. Uh, and it's super kind of condescending to what's, what's going on right now. Uh, but essentially, he's been sent to Australia to kill Ulick, the king of the trolls. Um, which is Ulick. Pretty, which is a pretty cool thing because Ulick has been like a pretty s- strong villain for Thor or like a very prominent villain for the Thor for Thor over... Like Wasn't the, he in the run. league of the... Yeah, he was in the league so of the... So he betrays them at some point. Yeah, and he joins Malekith's team. Motherfucker. Because, because trolls are pieces of shit. Yeah, so why'd they even include him before? Just to have one of every realm to fight Malekith, and then he just turned out to be a two-faced motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, uh, Deadpool gets a Negasonic Teenage Warhead to drive him all the way to Australia, and uh, he meets up 
with some trolls and you know he does deadpool stuff funny <laughs> stuff happens but While cradling uh, this fishbowl by the way he is rescued by nancy nuke and uh the uh, the essentially the australian avengers <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't think about it that way but it's, you're right yeah it's uh nancy nuke captain outback who can fly and is pretty strong <laughs> pretty strong <laughs> pretty strong pretty strong and as he adds really strong yeah, he's basically like Captain America, just Australian. And the yeah. Tasmanian Devil, but they can't call him Tasmanian Devil because of copyright issues. But we can because we don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Come at us, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Let's hear some Guy Ferrari. Why not? Yeah. Throw throw a little Guy Ferrari. Fieri. Fieri. It's Fieri. Why you Fieri? call him Fer- Fier- Ferrari? Because ignorant. <laughs> I don't know. Ignorant ass. Uh, but Fieri. Since they can't call him Tasmanian <laughs> Devil, they call him Gene. Because uh, that's his actual name, yeah, which is fine. Uh, so Deadpool pretty much just allies himself with this uh, Australian Avengers, and meanwhile, and they think they're just gonna fight a couple hundred dwar- uh, trolls, but Ulick has like a whole thousands, a whole legion of trolls ready to scrap. So hijinks will ensue next issue, <laughs> I imagine. Bro, the explanation he gives for each of these guys are hilarious. He says. <laughs> Basically, he's trying. Deadpool's trying to rally these three guys and say, "Listen, we got what it takes to beat this whole army of trolls, right?" You know, <laughs> he, yeah, it probably is enough, but <laughs> they're not going to make it seem that way. But so he's explaining like who he has on his team, and he's just like, you know, Nancy Nuke really shouldn't be allowed to live, and I'm not quite sure why she gets to be out in the free world freely. <laughs> But whatever, she's on my side, and I'm cool with that. I'm think he says that because like her power is that she can make anything into a nuclear bomb. Is yeah. that what she said? Is that what she said? I didn't catch that. I'm gonna that. go back. I'm gonna go back because I think it's worth it. Let's see. Okay, Nancy Nuke, I can turn almost anything into a nuclear okay. bomb. Okay, holy there you go. shit! Yeah, that's why he said that. You know what I mean? Like, I I agree with him. This bitch is dangerous. Why are they? Why are they in any conflict right now? <laughs> I guess because you can't just launch nuclear. Yeah, you bombs, can't just right? lo- not nuke everything. That actually makes her super useless, like a, <laughs> like completely high risk, low reward, like the most extreme version of it ever. Yeah, Deadpool had such a solid point. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. That was some good sound dropping. That was nice. That was nice. <laughs> Ooh, we coming! Ooh, we coming at y'all with some more shit soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we just got the but shit. But y'all gonna hold today. this guy for Fieri? You gonna hold this guy Fieri in this trumpet? Yeah, you did. In the drum roll for the random. You know I what? Like it. Do we have an applause sound drop? Can we give it to Josh so we can? Because he got Fieri right. Fieri. Fieri. <laughs> 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 Close enough. Is that the scream you <laughs> was talking about? I didn't like that one. I said I wasn't gonna like it, and I knew it. <laughs> Close I didn't enough. Like that one. <laughs> But in any case, that was Deadpool. Let's move on to uh, uh, hit the uh, randomizer Japanese comic one. Promise Neverland. Whoa! This one it will be quick because it's a lot of uh, running around in uh, Promise Neverland chapter one hundred and thirty-six. <laughs> Yo, why do I keep pulling up on these weird-ass panels? First of all, <laughs> look at your man's face. <laughs> is he? Is that crying? Is that tears and His sweat? His face is, is that, just chapped as hell. It's mad chapped. That's what it is. He's mad dry, right? Yeah. <laughs> chapped face. Jesus. Uh, so yeah. let's find out why Ray has the chapter. Yeah, in chapter 136, maze. Um, well, basically, you, they're in a maze. And uh, 
very pretty, they pretty much figure out what the hell is going on here. Uh, the maze is not necessarily physical as it is uh, metaphysical. So if you guys uh, are high enough, let's get into some <laughs> metaphysics, dog. <laughs> <laughs> let's metaphysics. Uh, anyway, uh, basically they come to the conclusion that the maze and the seven walls are not physical. They are space and time, essentially. Uh, they are the six directions plus time, which makes the seven walls. Uh, so they pretty much just run around this maze for, for 10 pages and uh, they end up at this desert. Uh, All right, so guys, just just real quick, the reference is the one. The first dimension is a point. The second dimension is a singular line, uh, a linear line, just moving. The third dimension is where you have shapes, right? And then you you have uh, walls, and that that reference is what the top, bottom, side, yeah, all of that, like like a cube. And the fourth dimension is time. So no, the sixth, the dim- no, seventh dimension is time. The seventh dimension is time. Then what the fuck is the fourth? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, I it was hard reading this. Yeah, I was just wasting my, my puny whole time brain. Doing that. Um, yeah, they're in all types of shit, right? Okay, now, so right here, basically, how they describe it is uh, real quick: uh, front, back, left, right, up, and down are six planes. Plus seven makes a total of seven seven elements. The physical wall that re- um, that regulates the world. Seven is the time space, the physical wall that regulates the world, right? Seventh, yeah. Yeah. There's six, basically the six directions you can go are the first six, and then there's time, which is the seventh. So it's time and space, essentially. Uh, <laughs> All right. I mean, good luck, 12 year olds. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez, man. These kids, I got one. One hell of a task ahead of them. And, you know, for the most part, they figure it out because as after wandering for a while, they end up at the desert where they're apparently supposed to be. Uh, they're finally in the Oh, room. okay. That's, yeah. All right. They're, yeah, yeah. They were supposed to be there. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it immediately backfires because the further they get into, Emma starts to re- uh, regress and age until she turns into dust, which is leaving Ray alone. And uh, after God knows how much time passes, uh, he's like... I don't know if he's old or just dry as hell. Uh, yeah, probably, you know, old people are, you know, especially <laughs> crusty. So <laughs> I think it's a both, you know, like a big, like he's old and then also chapped as fuck. So that's why he looks so severe in that last panel. Yeah. And now uh, Emma, but uh, right as he's about to die, Emma pops through as a child, hopefully with some Burt's Bees for this guy. <laughs> yeah, some fucking... Cocoa butter <laughs> for this nigga, man. <laughs> Some baby oil, or, or just a bottle of water. That would probably be the best thing, <laughs> I would assume. But I think I got it too. And I'm gonna go ahead and be all full of myself and and say what it is. You all see, right. I was getting really old, Call it. and she's really young, mm-hmm. right? I think they just had to meet somewhere in the middle of time, right? They have to somehow get it to where she gets older and he gets younger, and then they meet at the exact middle point because that's what it's time stops. Oh, that's where it's at the middle between the top and the bottom of this hourglass thing. You know what? Seems plausible. This is the thing. It makes no fucking sense to me. I don't know how <laughs> they can influence the age. Josh, <laughs> you understand metaphysics more than all of us, apparently. Hey, you know, uh, my mom always told me I was really smart. <laughs> so, uh, you know. Joshua Cole, I'd like to second your mother's thoughts on you. You are very smart. Thank you. I'll echo those sentiments. Uh, You're a smart boy. <laughs> But yeah, that was Promise Neverland. Uh, fuck, it was a lot, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't that much. It was pretty. It hurt. It hurt my brain. 
I was like, fine, just do it. Just do what you got to do. <laughs> just, just finish the mission. <laughs> have your the way with it. Have your way with me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, but Ryan Balls here. Damn it. <laughs> Come on. Walking Dead. Oh, the best one. Finally. <laughs> oh, and by best, I mean the corner. By popular demand, because this one person asked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout outs to my boy Al. This one's for you, Al. Uh, yeah. Walking Dead number 192, The Aftermath. And this is a pretty fucking massive issue for The Walking Dead. Because, uh, sp- uh, just going to drop it because it happens in the first uh, fucking couple pages. Rick Grimes is dead. They fucking kill Ryan. No way, man. I can't believe they killed him. I hate you. He, <laughs> yo, he is so important to the story. He's the main character. Uh, yeah, didn't I just say he was I so ha- important I hate to the story? I'm doing this for your friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm satisfied. I. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to drag it. All right. <laughs> well, Rick is dead. Ding dong, the wicked Rick is dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Carl finds him. His son finds him in um, as a zombie. He's a zombie now because in the Walking Dead universe, if you just die, uh, you become a zombie. And that is why I hate you, Josh. Stop looking at me. So like Rick <laughs> is the main. Ca- All right, he's the one with the son, and he has the cowboy hat. Yeah. And the from the sh- I only know about the shot. I don't yeah. No, that's fair. And he's dead now. And he's dead, and he's actually a zombie. The thing that he hates more than anything else in the world. Well, he dies immediately because Carl shoots him in the face. Now, who's Carl? His son. Why does Carl shoot him in the face? Because he's a zombie. And he wants to. He doesn't want zombies around. How did he get turned into a zombie? Because when you die in the Walking Dead universe, no matter how you die. You no matter how you die, you turn into a zombie? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm not being. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. I didn't know that. What is it in the air or whatever? Uh, there's no real. They don't really explain it. Not yet. Uh, they probably will never. Because there's no way to find out. Most of the people in the world are dead, so there's and there's no journey to find out what caused this. I mean, it is a fictional story, so they can always just write something. Well, the you thing know is, what? I feel you, like it, right. it makes sense. You know, you're not always going to find out the whys of things. And so, how does Dad die? Uh, he was shot by some kid. Uh, I, the last thing he does, there's a. Uh, we haven't covered Walking Dead before, so there's a lot of things that happened before. They this. live in a zombie apocalypse world. Well, at this point in time, they found uh, a capitalist society, essentially, in The Walking Dead. Uh, they found a community that is founded on uh, capitalism, and Rick Grimes does not like this. So yeah, I think he would actually like this I don't like, like this, this either. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> like, we had one chance to start the world over. And, and he kind of changes it. Uh, he, he, uh, it he, before he makes any substantial change, he's killed. Like, basically, right when, um, at the apex of everything, right when he convinces everybody that there's another way to do things, uh, because there's this uprising happening where, you know, at some point, it all bursts because people aren't happy with where they are, uh, you know, all that stuff. And Rick is, uh, Rick finally convinces these people there's another way, so they're going to try to find a different way to handle this. What his society runs on, um, he, they're mostly a farming community. Uh, they're very, they're much more simple. They mm-hmm. don't really rely on things like this. This Commonwealth place that they're in, they have jobs. You know, there's lawyers. You know, they have actual lawyer jobs for some reason, which is why Michonne is 
kind of integral to this because she was a lawyer in her life. So in the farming society, there's lawyers and stuff. Not in the farming society. In the capital. Yeah. In the capital. Yeah. So, and you know, you're valued based on the profession you had before you turned before the world went to shit. So lawyers are automatically given the good life, and as are you know doctors and all that stuff because their skills are more needed or more uh, more. Doctors, doctors for, for sure, sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully, but teachers, lawyers you would, you would help strange. also teachers, yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe like police officers too, like you know, the good ones, yeah, not the ones that, but in any case, yeah, yeah anyway. they <laughs> that that's what happens, and that this is when uh, the the governor of this place, the big boss of this place, there's another governor from the one they killed a long time ago, yeah, uh, I remember him, uh, but she's like a legit governor apparently, and her son, uh, it was pissed off that her mom his mom essentially got dethroned like she's not super was she super anymore. pissed about it no she understand well she wasn't happy but she understood like that's she was good. brought that's, around to it I, I, that's cool because you know what that shows a, a person even in that type of position of power where you don't really have to take anyone's bullshit yeah decided no you know i can listen to you and i can say all right maybe i was wrong with a few mm-hmm. things that's it take a lot beautiful a, thing yeah yeah it's not gonna happen Look overnight man Look at you coming around to the You know what? Day. I really should read it, man. <laughs> I'm not going to read all the other bullshit, but maybe I could read that arc. Uh, yeah, I can tell you when. when and then starts. you can answer all my questions that I have about background stories. To be fair, you could probably read it from the Commonwealth arc and not really super... Like, you'll be lost on characters and stuff, but I think you'll be fine. And this has nothing to do with the Walking Dead show. The show and the comic are closer now than they used to be, but I there are differences still between the show. Daryl's not a character in the in the comics. Uh I don't know who Daryl is, so that's do cool. with the crossboard. <laughs> crossbow. Oh, well. Uh but in any case, yeah. Rick is dead. He was killed by uh, the governor's son who's a piece of shit. Uh yeah, little fucking asshole. Yeah. And uh once Carl finds him, they go to the governor and she they're trying to figure what's gonna happen next. Uh and Carl's just like, so what's what's gonna happen with your son? And she's like, well, he's going to spend the rest of his life behind bars uh, for what he did. And Carl's fine with this. He's like, he's surprisingly really calm about it. He's just like, fine. As long as he's getting punished for what he's doing. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you have to be. He's super mature. I like this Carl guy. Carl's been through a lot. <laughs> and I like he's this Carl guy a lot. Yeah, because he's, he's dead like, in the damn, show. I mean, shit, thanks for not executing him. <laughs> yeah. You know, thanks for at least giving him the time to realize that he made a mistake and try to become a better person. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the next scene, uh, Carl goes to visit this guy, uh, his son. I forget this kid's name, but he goes to visit this guy in, um, in his prison cell. Mm-hmm. And um, Daddy, are you proud? <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, he's this guy starts to make excuses for why he did what he did and all that stuff. And Carl's not trying to hear any of it. <laughs> he's just like, you killed my dad. And... Uh, but he's like, uh, I'm glad you're going to stay here behind for the rest of your life. And I'm glad you're Oh, you not- said Carl. All right, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. You said his son. Uh, there's the son. There's the governor's son and Carl. I forget the governor's son's name for some reason. Uh, Carl is the son of Carl Rick. is Rick's son. Okay, okay, okay. So Carl pulled up. Yeah, Carl okay. pulled up. And what's the cell. governor's name again? Uh, we just call her the governor because I forget her name too. Oh, it's a woman. Okay. So, I, all right. I was way out of place with that. There's should have said there's another governor proud mommy yeah but she wasn't even pulling up yeah i'm sure i'm gonna (laughs) yeah (laughs) no it's fine there's a you haven't read this and there's a lot too there's a lot going on um 
But basically, Carl says, like, I'm glad they're not killing you. I'm glad you're here behind bars so I can watch you be miserable for the rest of your life. Oh! <laughs> and uh, he also gives him a warning. He's like, if you ever escape, I'm going to find you. I'm not going to kill you, but before I put you back in the cell, I'm going to hurt you pretty badly. And uh, You're going to break your fucking kneecaps. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> and Carl has one eye at this point, so it's definitely it's extra threatening. Uh, and he doesn't have his eye patch anymore. He's can just, I like, see? not wearing it. Let me see this shit. Yeah, let me show you. Uh... This is him at the bottom. Oh, it's in black and white? Oh, yeah. Walking Dead is entirely in black and white. Uh, a la oh, Return. my gosh. Yeah. It happens in the show, Damn. too. It happens in the show, too, but he has it off. Uh, he As he grows older, he learns to just take it off, and this is who he is. Uh, I keep the fucking eye patch on. <laughs> I guess I didn't. Makes him look cool. I didn't, I didn't read with and grow along with him. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't have the same opinion yet. And um basically the rest of the issue is kind of like uh you know, they're on their way to bury Rick. Um and Carl's like finally just he just like falls off the wagon on the way there and he's losing his shit. He's lost so much already. He, you know, he's lost his mom. He lost yeah. Andrea who was like his second mom. And now his dad who is like the only thing he had left. And he the lost the literal his- main character of the series. Yeah. And he lost his baby sister too. His his baby sister. Died so there's no time. coming back for Rick. Oh, Rick is dead for real. Like that's yeah. When people die here, they die for real. So are we going? Are we reaching the climax of Walking mm, Dead? No, I I can imagine this going on, but just following Carl from now. And Walking Dead sheep would in. And you think he's made like he's made it to that point where he could hold the like that that. Carl's main not going to be a leader story. right away, but yeah, I think he could hold main character status. Uh, the, I mean, the supporting characters are really good too, right? Yeah, I mean, Michonne's still there. Uh, you know, Glenn's still there. Not Glenn. Sorry. My bad. He's dead. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, Massa Boss. That <laughs> <laughs> popped up on Facebook. Uh, in any case. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Walking Dead ends You're not going to say uh, happy birthday to I, your cousin? I already said happy birthday to my cousin. Oh, my God. Why are you making it weird? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to end this issue. <laughs> Walking Dead ends with uh, Carl not basically saying that he's not sure he could go on anymore with this shit but uh i'm sure next issue will be very emotional, <laughs> very emotional. but uh this is a sick issue uh, i didn't expect rick to go out in such a random issue like 192 but he didn't even make it 200 chapters of his own series but uh very happy. I, th- I feel like it's been going it's been running for way long is it a monthly yeah it is a monthly oh, so okay, it's been going okay. on forever it's been going on for like maybe 15 years uh but yeah, pretty good. I'm excited to see the new direction. Walking Dead's been needing a shakeup lately, so it's good to see where we're going now. Uh, that's it. Uh, Brian Balls. Dr. Stone. Whoa! Dr. Stone. I don't even remember Dr. Stone, man. That's I do. Doesn't mean it's, it was bad. I'm just saying I don't... Dr. Stone, chapter 107. Oh, this Ace. was actually a... Yo, okay, 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 okay. Ace in the hole in, on the ship of science. And you know what? Did you see some potential here? Yeah, I do. But uh, yeah. let's get into it. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, basically, they dress up Kohaku so they could go through with their uh, infiltration plan. Uh, that part's the easy part. But uh, Kohaku mentions up front that she's probably going to have a hard time fighting in this. Uh, kicks especially will be difficult. Which is not the point, right? Because she's yeah. not really supposed to be fighting in that attire. But. Yeah. Well, she's supposed to be fighting as a last resort. resort. She's there as protection, but she's she not... She better strip out that shit and fight the mm-hmm. hell. Yeah. Because oh, once the cover's blown, the cover's blown. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, uh, 
to deal with the cosmetic part of this uh, makeover, they'll have to find the lab. They'll have to go to the lab again, which is on the ship. Uh, and they make their way out there, and the bad guys are already on the ship. Uh, uh, there's this old man <laughs> is on the ship, long ass neck. <laughs> he reminds me of uh, uh, Jafar, <laughs> like yeah. Aladdin. He's stone Jafar because he's kind of like the 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 master's like head honcho servant. Yeah, uh, well, not you know like when his general. The royal vizier. Royal vizier. Uh, yeah, but that's what they that's what they call Jafar. Uh, Basically, they're going to take the ship, uh, and um, they break Chrome. <laughs> he tips over Chrome like an asshole. Yeah, and broke him into pieces. Damn, man. And uh, Kohaku immediately just reacts and breaks the rope off of that Gentai turret this time <laughs> and try and goes to scrap. Um, but uh, she gets found out by uh, Kirisame, the, the, the lady, the lady warrior. Yeah, that was crazy. She, like, she didn't even know, man, like. And Kohaku's, doesn't she have, like, really great hearing? Oh, no, she has really great sight. sight. But uh, still, she's hyper aware of her surroundings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, she so. catches on, uh, but she gets, uh, but this lady is also nah, that she good. she took a moment to say something to her before she even peeped she was around. You're right. But, yeah, but you know what? This lady's just that good, too. Like, she's just that strong. Mm-hmm. And she is strong. She starts fucking Kohaku up a little bit. <laughs> but that's mostly because Kohaku's dress makes it hard for her to fight. Um yeah, and this other chick's dress makes it super easy to fight because she basically has nothing on. Well, she's a warrior, uh, so sure. she's, she's that's her primary thing. Uh, and, so and being naked, I get it. Yeah, I'm with it. Knowing that she's like kind of outmatched in this situation, she calls out for lab, and uh, Gen figures out what she means by that, and she uh, she tells she basically says, "You're supposed to be her boyfriend. Go help her." Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, to to really sell the bit. Uh, they pretend to kiss, which is my favorite panel, my favorite page of this week. Yo, yeah, look at his face. He's so <laughs> Senku like, is uh... just not having it because he is asexual as fuck, and Kohaku is also not attracted to Senku, so she's not having a great time either. <laughs> I think she gets so mad looking at him like that. Like, <laughs> I don't. I feel like this is a reaction to him. Like, wow. No, I think they're both not happy about what's happening oh. right now. <laughs> She doesn't have. She's not exactly psyched to be kissing Senku right now, but Senku's also just like, bitch. Ew! Don't touch me. You have uh, cooties. <laughs> uh, you know I'm a. I only love science. The best scientist in the world. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically they get off the hook uh, after pretending they're villagers and they're boyfriend girlfriend, and uh, we get the final cha- the final page of this issue. Uh, where Gen is, uh, Genro is uh, revealed to be hiding inside the barrels. What a punk ass! He was never frozen. Show. He was never petrified because when he got dived into the water to avoid cleaning duty, uh, <laughs> he was never he was never petrified. So he snuck back on board and hid himself inside of one of the barrels on the ship. Yeah, with a bottle of water, and it looks like food that's gone because there's only bones left. That's a bag. So he's got food in the bag. Probably it looks like a bag. It looks like it's finished because I just see bones. Who knows? I think he ate all the... Eh, whatever. But anyway, Gen's back. <laughs> Ginro's back. Uh, I'm excited to see. Maybe this will be a character development for Ginro. I hope so. Yeah, boy. I think it'd be cool. Uh, we got one last uh, American comic. This is pretty... And I'm glad. This is the last... Uh, this is my issue of the week, actually. Justice League number 25. Oh, you got this one. I... It, this one's a long one. This is the 25th issue, and when comics usually get to 25 issues, they make it extra long. But uh, I'll uh, I'll sum it up real quick. Uh, 
Superman still is caught in the sixth dimension. He's looking real bony. Uh, it's not looking good for him. Yeah, he looks like Zine Superman. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Grant Morrison, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, back at the back in the future, uh, the Justice League are fighting the evil future versions of themselves. Uh, some cool action, actually. Uh, Somewhat. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, White Lantern Jon Stewart has... Way more stronger constructs than than past Green Lantern John Stewart, which but like, he gets decked in the mouth by the Flash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he gets his shit fucked. <laughs> Should have seen that coming. Come on, nigga, you got the White Lantern ring. How you let Barry creep up? Well, he you? is super speed. The White Ring can't stop super speed. Oh, Speed Force, dog. Yeah, all right. It's two cosmic forces fighting each other essentially. Well, then three flashes and one pulls up to Barry. Yeah, and then which is supposed to be Wally, other. Barry, and. Who knows? Impulse? <laughs> kind of looks like yeah, that. Yeah, it does look like that, huh? Uh, but anyway, meanwhile, uh, the uh, the World Forger is uh, getting ready to hit the Crisis Anvil, and Batman's like, chill! <laughs> they give me a chance to talk. <laughs> give me a chance to talk to, to my you. friends. Yeah, so basically, remember, Batman was presumed to be betraying the Justice League because he ultimately believes that the World Forger is right about... Uh, Cutting their losses and trying their best to make this universe good. Uh, I kind of lost. <laughs> yeah, whatever. In any case, but he's not. He's trying to. He's trying to actually have it. He's trying to save everyone. Uh, well, he does agree. He does agree with the world forger. Yeah. He does believe that this the only way is to force his friends to. But he also you know, wants be to be compliant. He also <laughs> wants to keep an an open mind and say maybe we can do this another way. Yeah, maybe we can figure out. Uh, meanwhile, while yes. Superman's in the sixth dimension, losing hope and all that stuff, he sees these <laughs> little lanterns and, um, oh my God, it's his Nakama, Josh. <laughs> uh, and, uh, through the power of friendship, these suns appear inside the sixth dimension. Superman flies through all of them. He, gets- he's not exaggerating. That's literally what happened. <laughs> Batman imagined that he was sending, is that what happened? He used his suit to, to create these suns, yes. but like through his imagination yep. and he believed that they would reach Superman. He didn't know, but he believed they would. And his be- power and belief and friendship crossed over into mm-hmm. the sixth dimension. This is the most shown in, issue of american comics i've ever I seen i think scott snyder reads manga every single <laughs> week and bro you should listen to our podcast because we fucking recap somebody it. reads jump mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody's a new jump citizen oh yeah <laughs> welcome uh oh my god dude he's uh he's blasting through all these suns superman is like stronger than he than he has been before because he's running through like 27 suns yeah, right consuming now. them all because he knows it won't have disastrous effects on the galaxy that it encompasses. I you guess. Know, yeah, Whatever. Right? Anyway. Every galaxy has a sun, right? I guess. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Who cares? At okay. any point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Superman's absorbing all of them, getting real strong. And right when, like, uh, they run out of time, uh, fucking everything's going to, about to go to shit. He's about to hit the crisis hammer. And that's when super motherfucking man comes through full page spread, like Goku, father, son, Kamehameha style. Yeah. <laughs> Rolls through. And just explodes the World Forger right in the motherfucking mouth. Yeah, he punches him so fucking hard that you can see a crater from outside the Earth. Again, basically, this is very shonen. Yeah, this is this is light work for Superman. By the way, I mean, I I don't know about you, but this is what I fully expected, and I was very satisfied. I said, "That's fucking right, Superman. You punch this nigga in his fucking (laughs) mouth and let him know, like, it ain't that easy, boy." (laughs) 
Come on, you thought you was gonna make Batman betray me? My name is Kal-El. What up? That was your first fucking mistake, thinking that trapping me was gonna do something. You should have stabbed me with some kryptonite, nigga, or brought back Doomsday to finish me. Like, there's so many other things he could have did, but what he trapped Superman in despair? That is literally the thing you cannot do, unless you're Doctor Manhattan, right? Because you know, he's yeah, he's the just the best. Period. In so, all fiction, Batman, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, just saying. <laughs> uh, Batman gives his friendship speech, and he can. <laughs> yeah, thanks for wrapping that up. And he <laughs> get he pretty much convinces the World Forger to join the Justice League. Yeah, it was pretty lit, yo, yo. I think it, oh, I wish Asta was in the Justice League. He fit. Perfectly. He pretty much is. Batman is Asta. <laughs> <laughs> You're dragging it. <laughs> Yeah, well, think about it. He's the solution to everything. <laughs> yeah, he is. Oh, my God. Batman equals Asta. I didn't know, man. The black swords, the black cowl, it, it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, they all go back to Earth. Problem fucking solved because after Superman decks your entire planet in the mouth. He's like, okay, I'll go with you guys. The rest of the Evil <laughs> League, are, like- the Evil League is just like, we don't want any more of this. Uh I guess, or we dead, or something happened. Well, remember this. This was all created by the uh, World Forger. All these, the Justice League members were, were fake. Oh, they weren't. Like, okay, yeah, I didn't catch. You that, know, it was a, it was an artificial universe. Okay, so they arrive back in Earth, and it's apparently been like what five weeks or something since. Yeah, they think it's been five hours, it's, and they realize they've been gone for five weeks, and shit hit the fan. And yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of the things we explained in DC Year of the Villain number one came, uh, come to pass, and. Um, now the Justice League are pretty much uh, saying what they have to do. Uh, they have to. The World Forger says they have to find the Anti Monitor and the Monitor. Um, Star Starman uh, pretty much says they have to fucking pick up soldiers from the multiverse. You see Captain Carrot? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool, man. Of course. I but do. Wonder Woman is just like we should just build the league here, and which is a very. <laughs> I, I agree. There's a whole lot of superheroes on Earth already. And uh, Martian Manhunter is like, fuck it. We could do everything. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's not pigeonhole ourselves. The issue ends with uh, basically Lex Luthor is resurrected and they start to initiate their plan. Yeah. He's not just a smart boy. He's a smart boy with powers. He doesn't have which powers. Which I can dig. Yeah, come on. He resurrected himself. Brainiac and resur- with the help of Gra- Brainiac. Yeah, but he probably has powers now or something, man. Come on. Look mm. at him. He looks like fucking Darth. I don't know. He looks like a Star Wars character. But anyway, that was it. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, Justice League number 25. F- fucking fire. And um, Yeah, it was good. Super set up for what's Do we happening. have one more manga? Did we miss one? Um, You know so what, man? Food Wars. Yeah, Food Wars. <laughs> All right. uh, okay, this one we could get through real quick. Uh, Mana essentially announces the final match of the series. Is Mana, be- which is Nakiri's mom. Yeah, basically, uh, it's Erina versus Soma. Uh, the theme is a dish the world has never seen. So have fun, 15-year-olds making the greatest dish ever. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Routine. They, I think they have like a day to prepare, and Erina just walks around doubting herself for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next day, the shokugeki begins. Uh, she straight up dissed him, too. Yeah. Erina yeah. starts making her dish, uh, but it sucks, apparently. Soma tasted it, and he says, this fucking is garbage. And he starts cooking his dish. And that chapter ends with uh, Azami and Senzaemon basically talking about whether Senzaemon's big-ass plan that he's had this entire series will succeed. Uh, wow. So Bane, Aizen, Senzaemon. <laughs> so all these... Uh, uh, if all these... Th- if these three came together, the whole... Like, they could destroy the universe. Yeah, unstoppable. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, that was... Uh, 
next there's gonna be three chapters left for food wars and then it'll be that'll be it uh, but at least we'll get one more. Is this a thing? Out of this? Yeah, man. I thought it was over. Um, yeah, Brian Boss, yeah, you still have your more. chance to shine. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's been it, you guys. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this week. Uh, very much appreciated. Uh, if you guys want to find us on the social meds, uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Josh on JD Cole underscore thirty seven. Brian Boss at Bri- Saucy Brian Bossy. Uh, email us at New Jump City Podcast with any suggestions, recommendations, whatever you guys want. Uh, please rate us on iTunes. We want to get popular. Uh, yeah, but show us some love. Stop playing. It takes yeah. a second. Well, uh, until next week, y'all. Peace. Peace out. Hija de puta, yo no me dejé y a todas las cogidas.